0: Chapter 8, I Gotta Put Me First. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And if you're new here, welcome. Welcome to Never Judge a Brook by its cover. Y'all, I literally almost forgot how to do that. Like, that's how gone, That's how long I've been gone. I've been gone so long. No, I've really been gone so long. I have not heard from y'all since February. Well, y'all have not heard from me. Rather. I'm still here, thank you Jesus, um, but what's up, what's been going on, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to feel coming back since February, and I don't want anybody judging me, because I took such of a long break, like, sorry, not sorry, um, y'all, oh, let's just, let's just go ahead and hop into it. Okay. So I clearly feel horrible for leaving you guys. Like I really do. Like, I'm so sorry. It has been so long. I have not made an episode since February, Black History Month. And you know, every time I take an unplanned break, I just feel like, dang, like I always, first off, I have FOMO, huge FOMO, fear of missing out. So I'm thinking that every podcast and everybody's mama's podcast is just going to skyrocket and everybody's going to forget about me. Um, And then not only that, but it's just like, dang, I have no outlet to talk to. I don't know, like every time. And it's like the Capricorn in me that's like, I can't break. I can't break. Like, I can't stop. I have to do this. I have to do that. And so like for me to just take this break, Granted, it was since February and it's now June 1st. You should be listening to this on June 1st, but, you know, it was a huge break. So, you know, I'm sorry. That's literally what I have to say. I'm sorry. If you text me and said you missed my podcast, it really meant a lot to me. If you have listened, which I don't know who you are. But y'all have kept my numbers constant. I don't know if you're going back and re-listening. I don't know if I have new listeners. But yeah, the numbers, they're doing great. So I'm super grateful for that as well. I really missed you guys, just to sum it all up. And like we're about to get into my whole life story and what's been going on. But I just want to say I really hope that you guys have been continuing to put yourself first, of course. And you are still in your becoming era. All right. I'm being transparent with you guys today. I'm super nervous. I have not done this in so long. Granted, it's my show. I run my show. I do my content for my show. But I'm just saying, like, I'm nervous. I was over here, like, hoping I didn't mess up my audio, hoping I didn't mess up. So just bear with me. Um, You know, I'm, I'm still feeling out the kinks of coming back. So yeah, anyway, one thing that has definitely changed is... You can now address me as Brooke, comma M A, because your girl got her master's degree, and that's period. Um, I've been talking about my master's degree briefly on the podcast, but I really didn't go in depth about the master's degree and what that was for me. So I'm like super proud not only to be back on the mic, but child to be done with school. Mm. Yes, thank you. Um, I had to. I felt that, but. I'm so grateful to just be done with school, and we're going to get into that a little bit later on in the episode, but as you know, we are now jumping into the selfie care portion. Look, nothing has changed. We're back on selfie care. So I love this portion of the show. It is our selfie care portion, and it's basically where I just tell you what I've done to take care of myself. (laughs) It's supposed to be throughout the week, but I'm just going to tell y'all what I've done throughout these months and I'm not going to express like every little thing because um hello we'll be here all night but like I'm just gonna bring up my top three things that I've done or that I've been doing to fuel my soul I just listened to a new podcast and they were talking about self-care versus soul care two different things so I'll just mention what I've done to fuel my soul um so one of the things that I started doing was reading I've been reading a lot Granted, in the moment of transparency, have I finished any of these books? No. But have I picked them up and read a couple of chapters? Yes. And will I finish them this summer? Yes. But here are some of the books that have helped me since I've been gone since February. So I picked up Tabitha Brown's book. My mom just bought that for me recently. And I read it so far. I'm like midway through. That's the one I'm like the furthest in. And it's also the most recent I've gotten feeding the soul her book is so good like so far it's so good like that's just the recommendation I've also been reading all about love by bell hooks me and my friend were supposed to start this during the school year and it never got picked up like it sat on my coffee table it sat on hers but I'm super pressed because it just talks about love and like if I could talk about this book, I really would. Like, it not only doesn't talk about love, but it gets into the fact that, like, just what's wrong with the world and why the world needs love and why we don't have it as much. I've, like, read a couple of chapters. It's super good. Um, woman Evolved, me, my friend Blue bought me this book, Sarah Jake Roberts. It's just more so about your, like, aspect as a Christian woman or your life as a woman through Christ. Really good, y'all it's really good um and then lastly my favorite which is more than enough I've read this actually more than I've read like I actually read this this is like one I want Elaine Waltheroff to be my mentor so I'm just putting that out there if you don't know who she is look her up amazing human being and so I can read this book forever and ever and ever and one day she will be my mentor I'm literally speaking that i probably DMed her. That is probably the only famous person that I've actually DM'd, actually stalked their page, I actually know more about them than anybody. Like, y'all, I'm just saying, I really be on her stuff. Like, it's really bad. And I also don't like following, like, people with fame or stuff like that. So, like, I don't have a lot of, I don't keep up with all that stuff. I don't do all that. But she's one person that I'm like, girl, I'm like, you're many mini, mini you. Okay, just a little chunkier, but it's okay. I told y'all, I'm rusty. I'm just getting back on this, so please don't judge. Another part of selfie care that I did was I kept up with my therapy. I was very transparent that I started therapy back in January. I think it was like maybe weeks after my birthday. And I've been doing therapy ever since. Let me let me just make this part clear. Go to therapy, y'all. Like that's the the Best thing I could say that's been fueling not only my soul, but my self-care. And I have a black woman therapist. I recommended a black woman therapist because I'm a black woman. If, you know, I think you should get who you feel the most comfortable with talking to. But I also, and I want to say this, I also got a black woman who went to HBCU. I also got a black woman. Like, it's just stuff that I could connect with. That's who I got. Um, Some people like to talk to men. Some people like to talk to older, like younger. It. It's just, it's your preference. But for me, I prefer a black woman and I love it. So I support therapy. And now I know why all the girlies told us to go a long time ago. And I should have just listened to them. I love therapy. So that's one thing that I've been doing. And the last thing that I've been doing within this span of time is getting, I'm in my short natural nail era. A lot of, a lot of girls can't do it. You know, a lot of girls can't do it. And I never knew I would be one of the girls that could do it, but I wear my natural nails now and I get like different designs on them all the time. And I get it done about every two weeks. That is one thing that I have been able to keep up with, um, with inflation and everything that's going on in the world. That is one thing that has given me like so much hope and so much joy is to pick out my nails off Pinterest and for my nail tech to slay them. And she's been doing so good. Like I've had so many designs on my nails And they are so short. It's just me and my nubbies. And you know what? I don't care. They help me type. They look cute while I'm typing. And I just love it. So these are the things that I've been doing to take care of myself recently. And since I've been gone, I mean, of course, I've done like more things. But these are the three things that I think that have just truly tremendously helped me not only with my self-care, but my soul care. So as always, I hope that when you do your self-care or your soul care, make sure to tag us as always, hashtag sophiecare at Pod on Instagram. You can also email us your photos of what you've been doing. Just, you know, keep, keep us updated. Because since I stopped, I stopped receiving DMs and stuff about it. Like most people used to just tag me. And now that I haven't done the podcast, I really haven't been giving them tags. So I really hope that you guys are still... Practicing self care And of course selfie care Alright So if you are a normal listener Then you know that we will be going into Real life politics um, For real life politics This segment is normally Typically a point where I just talk about Politics and what's been going on In the world um, And Just as not only a black woman Who has faced tons of hardships But just To a world, to live in a world where something happens that is major and we just go to our normal thinking the following day and we don't, you know, heal together as a world, it really just hurts. So I will not be spending a lot of time on real life politics today. I will just say that um, I am praying for all the families, not only that got in the Buffalo blood racial massacre, But as well as the families in Texas and the little babies whose lives were lost for just going to school Um, I don't really want to hinder on this and I don't want to talk about it long because I just This world we need to heal and that is one thing that I'm so serious about and I can't really express my feelings without getting emotional, so I will not do that today on the podcast, but I will just say that we need to heal as a as a team and as a community. And with our healing, we need action. All right, so here we are. We're finally at the episode. I got to put me first. And I don't know if y'all know where this is even referencing, but it's from Empire, the show Empire, and Cookie Lions is like, I gotta put me first, Lucius, I gotta put me first, and that's how I felt since February, y'all, so, like, I feel bad that I missed February, which, you know, based off of the last 10 minutes, but I really had to put me first, like, mentally, mentally, emotionally, physically, like, everything, I just decided to choose myself since February, and that meant leaving some things behind and one of the things is the podcast granted this is my outlet this is where I have my creativity and everything like that but I could not I couldn't have been a superwoman in this season um like I said I was finishing graduate school and within that which I'll talk about later but you have a thesis and it was my thesis time and y'all I really just had to truly put me first So I told my team, I'm like, all right, y'all I already know the title of the episode, but like within the title, I got to put me first. I'm like, okay, let me go look at some of the things that I've done. So I went back all the way back on my camera roll, because of course it's me. I take pictures of like everything and everybody. Um, so I go back on my camera and I'm like, okay, so what's been going on since February? So I went to Texas. I went to Jasmine Sullivan concert. I went to the white house. Um, but in these pictures are like sprinkled in. I, I drank some coffee. I was able to go see my family. Um, I went to a wedding and then I also had a death in the family, which was very sad. Um, but like throughout all my pictures, the main thing that keeps popping up is my computer screen, my thesis, my graduate studies. Literally everything like that's popping up is thesis, thesis, thesis cup of coffee thesis 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 Jasmine Sullivan thesis South Carolina thesis like it's just everything from March all the way up until May I have been dealing with my thesis so that's all I got for y'all today is to talk about not only my thesis but what I've learned within myself for these past couple of months how I've managed grad school and why I had to lead a podcast alone for a bit so just sit back, relax, like I always say. Get your cup of coffee um, or your wine, whatever time you're listening to this. And yeah, let's just get into it. Let's talk about it. Y'all, y'all ready? I know, I know. Y'all missed me. I missed y'all. And now I'm about to talk about school, which, you know, who cares about that? But I'm just gonna talk about the trying time that I had <laughs> through school and what I had to deal with while doing my thesis. So my university actually calls it a capstone but most universities are, it's known as a thesis, but it's basically just an interest that you've had throughout your whole graduate career. Um, what sparked that interest and like research based off of your your interest. So being that we were political communication students, many of us were able to do just a regular traditional route where we talked about just politics straightforward. Some people did like the Trump and Hillary uh, temp stuff. Uh, other people went the non-traditional route um there were things about religion black women uh trans people it's so many topics that you can pick from it's basically your interest so my interest as always is black women love black women a lot of my work is just based off black women like okay I just love them and shoot I, <laughs> I'm a little biased but whatever we'll get back into it so My main project was just about black women newscasters and society acceptance of their natural hair. So how does society view black women on air? What do we look for? How do we look for it? Are we looking at European beauty standards in like the eyes of what's been taught to us? Are we looking for lighter skin women? Are we looking for longer hair? Are we looking for weaves? Are we like, how does that, how does society view black women newscasters? And then how does the newscaster themselves fix and check their appearance? Do they personally go get weaves or are they comfortable with wearing their natural hair? Is their network telling them that they have to change their hair? So within this project, I literally interviewed three amazing women um, that were black women newscasters that actually wore their natural hair on air at one point in time, um, or they wear it now currently. And it was just such a great, it was a great project. Like I'm saying this now, but when I tell y'all I was crying, I was sad, I was hurt. I was just like, it was just so much grad school is not for the week. I will say that 10 times, like grad school is not for the week at all. Like it sounds good, right? It sounds like a good project. And it sounds like it was just so much fun. And the fact that I even did it as like a multi-media presentation, you know, that sounds fun. no. It stressed me out so bad Uh, and just learning and understanding like everything, trying to do the interviews, trying to conduct interviews, doing all that research on black women, black women's hair, white women, white women's hair, how long it takes people to get ready. All that stuff is just a lot. Communications, what do we actually turn on the news for? Like it was a lot. So the thesis was my main point of like leaving the podcast. Like there was no way I was able to do my thesis and do the podcast and they both come out to be amazing and so one thing had to go and I wanted to finish school so it was the podcast and I'm grateful for that because I finished with a 4.0 and so I needed to put something aside and I think If you go back and listen to Superwoman Complex, which is a podcast that I did back in season one, it was just saying how a lot, a lot of times as black women, women of color, we tend to just put so much on us where we're stressed out and it's like, you can do more. You don't, you don't have to, you don't have to just do everything right now. You could do more as in you could spread it out and do it as you go instead of just piling so much on you and I feel like I needed to let the podcast go as a black woman to be able to focus on other black women like it was no way I was able to speak so much and highly and it come out as a good result if I did not put it down I had to put one or the other down y'all so that is why I had to put me first now on this journey that's what we're gonna talk about on this journey let me tell you what I learned because it's a lot. So throughout this journey, I feel like I just learned so much, not only within myself, within my ability, within, I don't know, like I think I pushed myself to the limit, but I also was just like, you can do it. Like it was so hard. Like I'm not even going to, and when people ask you if grad school is hard, it's hard. Like um, it doesn't matter what subject you go into. It doesn't matter what topic you go into. And of course, like within my immediate family, my mom, my dad, me and my brother, I'm the first one to get a master's degree. So I'm so grateful that it was hard, but it was it was also able for I was also able to like learn from like certain mistakes that I've done or things like that, that I didn't I didn't really know who to navigate to who to tell. So throughout this process the university that I attend, that I attended, that I don't like to mention anyway, they tried to play me while I was going through this process. So within all of this, my scholarship got taken away. I'm being very transparent. Um, my scholarship got taken away, not based off my grades, not based off my attendance, not based off of anything that I did. Um, and being a first generation, you're you're tossed a lot of different things, like, that you really don't know what's going on. Like, you just, you just tossed in a lot of situations. And this was one of the situations that I was tossed in. So, my scholarship got taken. I was freaking out because I ended up getting an email, not that the scholarship got taken, but I got an email that I had a past due bill of $7,500, which was, like, my last semester scholarship. So... I was like, what, like, (laughs) now that I'm thinking about it, I'm still getting PTSD from this, y'all. I was just like, what in the world? So basically, I ended up taking one class this semester, which was my capstone class, and then another class that was a summer class. I only took two classes this semester. Well, for my, in order to graduate, I only needed one class, which was the capstone class. So my advisor told me for my graduation that I only needed one class to graduate. What he did not tell me (laughs) was that in order to keep my scholarship, I needed about five classes, so, or five credits, six credits, so I needed three classes. He didn't make that, he didn't mention that part. So when I got this pass due bill, it was already after classes have closed. Like, it's no way I'm getting a class. So I ended up asking them they could open classes for me like i'm a first generation it's hard for me to navigate i even said it was an equity issue like i had people helping me type up emails to not only my advisor but like to my dean like it was just so my mom was calling the news at that point like not at the beginning stages but towards the end we just got like dude we got to get something because who is paying seven who was paying the money that y'all gave me to come here who's paying that i'm not paying that that's why i got that's why i'm here Um, so I, y'all on top of me trying to figure out all the stuff about black women, they hair communications, my thesis project, i also have this huge, huge, huge thing going on in the behind the scenes, which is my bill. So it was a point where I was so focused on that bill where I wasn't even getting my work done. Like I would wake up in the morning, sending emails, checking my email, like wondering if there was a way they could do something about it. Cause they were basically saying like, we're not giving you that money until you add enough credits. And I'm like, okay, well, can I add enough? Well, no, you can't add enough credits. Like, it was just like so much back and forth that it was so confusing. And it was just to the point where I was just like, I don't know what else to do. Like they wanted me to add classes that then cost an additional 3000 per class. And they wanted me to add two. So not only it would have been 7,000 plus, Six thousand more dollars, y'all. It was, it was just mind blowing. I've never had this happen to me. I'm like, I just did not know what to do. So, um, like I said, when you're a first generation, you get tossed, and a lot of different things. And so it was a lot of us, a couple of us who had went through the same thing, um, and I didn't know what to do. Like, we well, do got seven thousand dollars just sitting around. Well, not for my tuition at least. Like it was just like what's what's going on? Like I don't I don't know. So throughout this time I had just learned how stressed I was. Like I had just I had never been so stressed in my life. Like I was to the point I was to my breaking point almost every day. Like I was trying not to cry. I would try to be strong, but it was just so hard. I think one of the things that I learned that I felt like I learned with previous in my like previous life was resiliency and I feel like for some reason that lesson keeps getting taught to me I don't know why I just I don't know why but it's to be resilient and it's to always come back harder and stronger and I continue to learn that lesson even though it's something that I I thought I already knew I thought it was already taught to me maybe not um this is me talking to 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 God but uh, but no I guess I had to keep learning like how to be resilient and like so it was like every day I could have just got upset and I could have said, forget it. I'm not finishing. I'm done. I'm not going to do the thesis. I'm just done. Every day I would get up and then I, I started doing my thesis. I started adding more, more creative layers that I could have done to my work. I just started getting like, okay, it's okay. My mom would call me, Brooke, I, like, I know. Like, she would just, are you stressed? I know it's okay. It's going to be okay. And I was like, I know it's going to be okay. Like, I had to keep reminding myself, like, Brooke, it will be okay. You, gonna, you are not gonna have to pay this money I kept telling myself that I told my therapist that like I was just so like no I'm not doing it so when I asked them for any grants or anything that they had they were like no originally y'all the first I feel like the first grant I got was from my not even my school my school is public affairs I got some money from school of communications $1,500 boom that knocks it down I'm really about to tell a testimony. (laughs) I feel like this is me standing up in church right now. Um, 7,500. And then I get a a random email about, we heard what's going on. We're giving you $1,500. Boom. It knocks it down. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. You know, I call my mom and I'm like, but then it's like a little, a little part of me. is like the bill is still not paid. You know, that doesn't do much randomly. Now this is the, this is the weirdest thing that has happened to me ever randomly I get an email this is like a couple weeks before I graduate that there has been a change in my balance someone drops almost $1,600 in my account y'all almost $1,600 I think I have I think I know who it is but my brother and my friend was just like don't put a question mark where God put a period so if they wanted to stay anonymous let them stay anonymous but y'all randomly $1,600. Boom. That knocks it down. Then this is maybe a week before graduation. Who do I get an email from? But the school itself telling me, Hey, uh, we, we know that you are still having some issues, (laughs) some issues with your account or whatever. So we wanted to give you this whoop, another $1,500 y'all. When I tell y'all, this was, oh, I'm about to cry. Why am I about to cry on this podcast? I'm not going to cry. um This was one of like, I just felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. Like, I felt like I had worked, like, worked my ass off for that degree. Like, I really did. um And I just kept saying, like, why does this keep happening to me? Like, every time I try to be strong, every time I try to show up, why is this i'm so shocked at myself i have not paused this yet and i'm about to cry um i was just like why is this happening to me why does this keep happening and i'm like because it's like i keep trying and it's everything everything just keeps coming at me every time i try something comes at me y'all when that money dropped in my account i literally could have ran across my house like i was just like thank you god like thank you jesus and it's so crazy because people don't know what you're going through which is another thing people don't know what you're going through like a lot of people just saw me struggling with the thesis but they didn't know that I had this huge bill I had this huge weight I you know still had to pay for my degree to to finish and I got my scholarship snatched for no reason at all like I always was taught like your scholarship gets snatched when your grades get down you know like or something like that but Again, the, the unknowing, you know, you don't know why stuff is happening, but it's just crazy to me how all of that was happening and I still persevered. And not only that, your girl did it with honors. And I know my mom's going to get on me cause she hates when I brag. So I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging, but I just want y'all to know how much work and how much hell that degree just cost me. Um, but i'm like so grateful so when i put that hood on that was one of like the best feelings i've ever felt in my life um and and i just felt so good because i was like finally my work is paying off finally so you know it it graduation was a story for a different day and of course if i want to go if y'all want me to go in detail on my thesis and all that stuff i can in another podcast But I just want to say, like, it was so, it was so worth it in the end. But it was just so hard to get there. And I feel like the end is always shown. The end is always shown. I think I've heard this in a sermon before. Like, your promise, the the promise that God has made to you about your life and who you're going to be. You're still going to do that. It's always going to happen. But one thing that this man never shows us is the road to get there. And I think that is the thing that always gets me. I never know how I'm going to get there, but I know I'm going to do it. I knew I was going to graduate. I just didn't know that there was going to be this huge bump in the road while going through all this extra stress. Um, and so it was it was just so mind-boggling that all of this stuff was happening to me. But I was like, you know what? Keep showing up as yourself keep showing up every day. I was going to a coffee shop. I was going, I was in my study room in my apartment. I was with my friends doing study breaks in the library. Like nobody knew what the hell was going on. Okay. But the one thing that I did, I kept showing up. And so it was just like, okay, just keep showing up. Just keep showing up. And money was just removing itself. Like, like it was magic. It was just so crazy. And I wasn't even going to mention this on my podcast. But one thing my therapist, and she doesn't even listen to my podcast. But one thing that she was telling me was like, you definitely got to tell somebody how how you got blessed with that money. You got to tell somebody. So, like, it's just, you know, I still got some stuff to pay. But the fact that, like, I didn't pay literally nothing for that degree, well, the ending towards that degree, it's just, ooh. Y'all don't even understand. So, yeah, and I'm a black woman that's hooded. How better can that be? (laughs) How much better can you get? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, I'm super proud of myself. And um, not only that, I'm just, I'm super proud not only for myself, but I'm super proud for the legacy that I'll leave behind within my name and within my family's name. And I think that's always important to me. If you know me, like, you know, legacy is huge to me. And so that is one thing that I'm like, you know what, this is not just for me. It's for a lot of other women. Because if I could do it, you could do it too. So, and that's with anything, going back to school, going, finishing school, not going to school, getting your license, do whatever it is that you think that, you know, you can't do, and of course the obstacles come, but I'm here to tell you that it all works out. Eventually it will work out. It takes time, but it will work out. You're going to stress, but it will work out. You're going to be depressed, but it will work out. And so I'm just here to say that. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was just a major thing. And throughout this moment and throughout this time of me going through graduate school and finishing up and learning myself, and it just was a constant relationship that I had with myself of not only learning who I was because learning me I feel like is now something that I'm just prone to do. I'm learning how to be myself. I'm learning who I am and what I love and what I like, which I talk about all the time. But not only that, I learned it through a period of loneliness. Um you lose friends. You lose people. It's okay. Um like I said, I decided to choose me. And so I realized that while choosing me, it also meant choosing people who were also Team Brooke. And if I'm always team whoever, but they're never Team Brooke, it becomes an issue. And I realized that like you're worth more than this. You're worth love, you're worth happiness, you're worth people around you who actually celebrate you and who support you, just how you celebrate them and support them. And so I realized that within this period of loneliness or within this period of learning who I am and in loneliness. And, you all I don't know. I, I feel like I needed to I needed to figure out some things and figure out who I am first before I can accept anything else and any other love. And so I'm so grateful to the people that were in my circle and in my corner during this time with graduate school, because I know I wasn't easy on my friends and I know them hearing about me and all this other stuff just was not easy. And so, yeah. And I also, I also noticed the people who checked up on me and the people who did not And I feel like that's something, that's something that I tell one of my younger friends all the time. Cause she looks at me as one of her bigger sisters. And I always say, you need to notice those things who checking up on you. Who's checking up on you? If I don't call if you don't call them, are they calling you? That's the question you need to ask yourself. If you don't check in on them, are they checking in on you? No. So don't feel bad when you don't. And I started feeling bad, like, oh no, like, you know, maybe they're busy. Brooke, you're busy. That's what I had to tell myself. You're busy, girl. Like you were doing a podcast for school and working full time. Y'all, I didn't even mention that. I have a full time job, nine to five. Um, and so, yeah, no, you're busy. So if you're busy, you can make time for others. That means they should be able to make time for you if they cared as much as you did, right? Right. And sometimes we have people who just don't do that and that's okay. But um, yeah, I'm here to say during that whole time of I gotta put me first, I honestly learned what putting me first meant. And that just meant loving me for who I am and really celebrating me. Because if you don't celebrate you, I'm realizing. If you don't celebrate you, no one else will. If you don't buy yourself that cake, people don't tend to buy cake for you. You know what I'm saying? So put yourself first. Put yourself first in all aspects. And lastly, accept the journey. Accept the journey. Don't accept the destination. Because... You all know where you're going, but you have to learn how to accept the journey. Like, it doesn't matter. You have to learn how to say, okay, well, I'm just going to accept this for what it is. But I know for a fact it's with the known, known, Uh, what is it? Start with the end in mind. Ha, huh. I learned this when I was like in seventh grade or sixth grade. It's in a book, but it's starting with the end in mind, meaning, you know, exactly where you're going to end up. But you just don't know how you're going to get there, but you know where you're going to end up. So start with the end in mind. You know exactly where you're going to end. You know what the end is. You know it's going to be great for you. So accepting that journey along the way is what gives you that pressure and that allows you to understand who you are and where you are and focusing on yourself and figuring out who you like and who you don't like and what friends you want around and what friends you don't. And it's just... You accept that version of yourself. So always, always accept the journey. That was one thing I learned throughout this hiatus that I've been in. But yeah, that was enough about me, y'all. I'm sorry. I know I missed you guys. I did. And I've been preaching just now. And so, and I've been rambling. But I do want to say that, like I said, I'm so grateful. And one thing that everybody always asks you once you graduate is what's next? what's next for you? What's next? What's next? Please don't do that to me. Please don't. Okay. I don't like when people ask me what's next and maybe I'm the only person, but when you graduate or when you're done with something, let that chapter be done and let you be able to at least celebrate and sit in it. I want to sit in this degree real quick. Okay. I want to sit in these last two years. I want to sit in DC. I want to sit in this opportunity that I've received And I want to be grateful in that. I don't want to look to see what's next. What's next is what will come. Wow. So don't ask me. I don't know about other graduates, but that's one thing I just cannot stand. And I don't like to ask other graduates either. Because if you want to tell me what's next, you would tell me, right? (laughs) It's like, I don't know why people ask you that. If I wanted to make an announcement about what's next, I would have posted it. But I don't want to make an announcement. So leave me alone about that um sorry that's just me in a tangent some people can understand that and some don't just don't ask people what's next in their life let them live their life let them sit in their accomplishment please please and thank you but all right i really really hope you guys enjoyed never judge a brook we're back we're finally back this time for good i'm super excited that we are back for good um and so, with all that being said, I do want to say that we do not have a women-owned business this week because I am letting you know that we are accepting summer interns. Yes, if you've ever wanted to be on a podcast team, if you've ever wanted to start a podcast but don't know how, if you, this is just, we're just doing a summer internship. So, please, you could either DM us on Instagram at Never Pod. Or you can email us at neverjudgebrookpod at gmail.com. Either way, I'm super excited to see a resume and you can just let us know that you're interested, really. Um, and I want to say this, I am big on paying interns, like big on paying people, period. But I also want to say that I'm currently not getting paid so that means this is an unpaid internship. I am so sorry. Um, if that swing, swindles your move by any, let me know. Um, but yeah, we are doing a summer internship for experience. If you want to be a part of a team, a collaborative team, creative team, please just, you know, let us know that you're interested. I'm super excited to work with anybody. I know a lot of people when they start podcasts, they DM. I DM'd a lot of people who had podcasts. Like when you start out, I think, it's best to just ask any kind of question you want. Um, but I would have loved to be on a team or a marketing venture where it was something that braced my interest and that I was passionate in. So just let us know that you're interested. Email us at neverjudgebrookpod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. All right, y'all, well, my time has come. I wanna say thank you again for listening, but that is a wrap. And as always, Never judge anyone because you don't know their story. See you on the next one.